Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. Do not hire Franklin and Sons Electrical. The guy told me he'd shrink my monthly bill, and I'm like, dude, it's too small to read as it is. No matter how hard you work for your small business, online reviewers will find something to complain about. Then he's like, where's the circuit breaker? I'm like, bro, I didn't break anything. And while Progressive can't save you from these trolls, we can help you save money on commercial auto and business insurance. He told me I had a blown fuse. Uh, It's called a short fuse. And yes, I do have one. So watch yourself. Get a quote online today at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliated and third-party insurers. Hi, guys. Laurel Vince here with Elevate My Brand, and obviously the Elevate Your Brand podcast, where we cover all things entrepreneurial. And today, I am so excited to have my friend and marketing colleague, Kathy Sharp Ross here to share a little bit about her latest venture, which is launching of a book called Reinvent Your Life. Kathy, thank you for being with us today. Oh, well, thank you very much. It's such a pleasure to be here. You always bring so much positivity and energy and creativity to all the projects that you work on. And I've been in awe of you for so long. I'm so excited to be able to share this newest kind of iteration of your life with our audience. So tell us what is Reinvent Your Life about and uh, how is it helping people? Fantastic. Well, I appreciate that. Um, 30 years of running an agency, a marketing company, and, you know, they say you can't have it all. Well, I, I kind of go against the grain on that one. I decided 10 years ago that I was going to write a book because for 20 years at that point, everybody had been saying to me, you get to live the life you want. You get to do what you want when you want. You're always having so much fun. You're making money. You have all these wonderful things going on in your world. And it wasn't so much luck as it was a decision by design. It was a life that I've created by design. And I will say, and I think you can attest to this because you too have lived a very intensive life of working around the clock and you understand and know what it takes to run your own business. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I may have been lucky to have really great parents and they instilled in me a sense of uh, entrepreneurship, I got to see the world from a lot of perspectives. I lived around the world when I was young and we traveled a lot. So I knew there wasn't a box and I don't think there was ever a box in my world. Um, Moving from country to country, having different experiences, seeing that the globe was in fact very round and very big at an early <laughs> age, you know, kind of contributed to what what may be considered lucky. Uh, but the rest has been very hard work 24-7 for 31 years. So 10 years ago, when someone sort of pointed out to me how, quote, lucky I was, I realized that I sort of had a perspective that I think other people could adopt. And if you know that there is something that you want in your life, you need to feel a sense of entitlement to be able to pursue it. 
and perhaps the lack of fear and having courage to do something and go for it and be prepared to deal with all the obstacles, the pitfalls, the naysayers along the way. Yeah, it takes a dose of courage. And so there's there's a lot to it, but that was kind of where the reinvention conversation and journey started. And I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily the great, big, constant, serial reinventor. That being said, <laughs> I think there are little reinventions in my life every day. And I think we all have them. We just don't necessarily label them or recognize them as such. But totally. yeah, I think, you know, reinventions do come in all shapes and sizes. And if there were ever a time in our lives, I think right now, right here, with what we are going through in the world, we are being forced to reinvent many parts of our life in ways we never possibly could have imagined. So the irony of my book coming out right now, the timing is extraordinary. Um, I think it's an opportunity. And I really think that that's what you've done so well in your life is you've seen and seized opportunities. And I loved what you said about that your life is never in a box. I think that most people grow up and they think of, or their parents tell them what they should do. You know, like, I mean, we, you know, growing up in a Jewish family, it was like doctor or lawyer and that was it. So that was the box, right? But it sounds like you had a very different upbringing experience and that that um, has shaped you so significantly in evolving to this iteration. Yeah, most definitely. And I'm, I'm blessed to have had that because it gave me a perspective and a can-do attitude. I had a very spiritual woo-woo mother who was teaching yoga when I was three <laughs> years old and a father who was an entrepreneur and had what we used to call itchy feet. He always wanted to travel and that meant what's next, what's new, what's out there. So I definitely inherited some of my parents' skills and qualities in, in that regard. And you know, I've really applied them to creating a life doing what I love and what I'm passionate about. And I think everybody can do it and they may not be able to do it at the drop of a hat and a momentary thing. But look, my book is an amazing example of that. I set out 10 years ago. I had an aha moment. I said, I'm going to write a book. And here I am 10 years later going, wow, I've got a book. Well, (laughs) in between, it was a whole lot of time and a whole lot of busy life, raising two children, running a major agency, you know, lots of things I'm really proud of, but I kept putting one foot in front of the other. And I wrote every day, or I made notes every day, or I listened to relevant podcasts every day, or I interviewed the people that are in the book, about 30 amazing people that are featured in this book. So every day I gave it thought, even if I didn't give pen to paper, but it was a journey and it was not supposed to take 10 years, but I have to say (laughs) everything happens for a reason. The timing is amazing and it it is the right time regardless of what we're currently dealing with in the world. I think right now for me to be in a position to share, to inspire, to motivate, to sort of be at a place where a lot of our peers are looking at life going, gee, it's the internet age. I live on a mobile phone. We live on computers. There are a lot of different ways to have careers, live life, explore different parts of ourselves. People are more open to it. So I think the timing to have the conversation of reinvent your life, what are you waiting for, is quite quite (laughs) ideal. It is. I mean, the irony is certainly not lost on any of us, I'm sure. Um, But I think what 
for me is so relevant about the book and about what you are teaching in the book or preaching or, you know, sharing, I guess, in the book, you have really gone through all of these different lives, right? You're not just um, coming at this from a you can do it, anyone can do it kind of thing, which is, it is your message. But the experience that you've had, I think really does bolster the um, the teachings of the book, if that makes sense. Like you have been yeah. through all of these different versions of what a life looks like. I think you and I are both very lucky in that we're in creative industries, which tend to give a bit more flexibility. But the fact that you have even taken it one step further and, and felt compelled to share that message with the rest of the world, I, I just think is so remarkable. Thank you. No, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. And What's been really special is also finding the people out there, the nuggets of um, humanity, the stories, the challenges, the opportunities, the aha moments, um, the back pocket reinventions, the dreams people have had. And in talking to so many people, um, I think people really relate to these types of stories because everybody's got some version of all of that in them or one of those things in them. And when they see what a major president of a global beverage brand did and left a high power job or a fellow who was, you know, what I call the Wolf of Wall Street and is now an NYU professor or a girlfriend who had cancer and chose to leave her husband at a time one would think you'd hold on to that, but the relationship was not healthy and she was unhealthy enough. So you look at the life choices that people are choosing to make that take a lot of courage to pivot, to move, to reframe, to deal with their existing environment, be it people, be it geography, and make these big moves uh, takes a lot of courage and a lot of inspiration and a support system of sorts. And, you know, in some cases, people did not plan those reinventions. Um, Oftentimes not. (laughs) Yeah, often not. Um, But there are those that actually look at it from the perspective of, wow, my life is pretty awesome. I wonder what else is out there. I wonder what else I can learn. I wonder what else I could do. And one of my favorite chapters, we just talked about this in a virtual chat session yesterday, is, hello, are you still in there? Mm -hmm. And when you think about, you know, what you wanted to do when you were five years old or 12 years old, was it to be a rock star? Was it to be a painter, a ballerina, a fireman, all these dreams that we had? And... Now you you just sort of get lost. Many people get lost in their day-to-day jobs, their day-to-day habits. We get, we get complacent. It's really Completely. easy to fall into all of those old habits. I love the line that you have that talks about that this is your one and only true fabulous life and you only get one opportunity to really live it. I think that is, in my opinion, the biggest takeaway here. The other important takeaways, I think, are some of the power tools and ways that you have shared that people can get unstuck. So we're going to take a quick break from our sponsor. But when we get back, I want to talk about digging in and what are those power power tools and how people can truly get unstuck. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. 
That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. Uh, I'm giving Jeb's basement renovations one star. He kept asking me what's behind the walls down there. I'm like... Why? What, what do you know? No matter how hard you work for your small business, online reviewers will find something to complain about. And then he's like, you can trust me with the job. And I'm all like, trust? <laughs> and while Progressive can't save you from these trolls, we can help you save money on commercial auto and business insurance. Yeah, he charged me less than he said he would, which is lying. Get a quote online today at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliated and third-party insurers. All right, guys, thanks for sticking with us. I, of course, am Laurel Mintz, and you are listening to the Elevate Your Brand podcast with my special guest, Kathy Sharp-Ross, who is sharing with us the launch of her recent book, Reinvent Your Life. So, Kathy, before the break, we were talking about um, kind of the general outline of the book and the takeaway messages and how this is the only life we get to live, and it's critical that we live it to the fullest. Um, but you really do get very granular and specific about tools and tricks and ways people can uh, really live their best lives. So I want to start with talking about how you have shared that people can unstick themselves. <laughs> how do people get unstuck? And what is what is being stuck actually look like? Let's start there. Well, I think you've got to really ask yourself some really important questions. Being happy is probably at the core of those questions. Are you happy in your life? Are you happy in where you're at with what you're doing, who you're doing it with? What does your day-to-day consist of? Are you sitting on the sidelines, wishing and dreaming and hoping that something changes, but not doing anything about it? So I think you've got to ask yourself those questions. And some of the key areas to really look at um, God, it's an exhaustive list, but power, <laughs> power tool number seven, um, ask the question based on love, family, friendships, career, spirituality, health and fitness, diet, fashion, home decor, self-exploration, travel, hobbies, emotional wellness, finances, downtime, creative expression, your sex life, your independence, meditation, sleep, charity, and community. I mean, there are a lot of parts of our whole self that we can really look at and say, is there any one of those, any two of those, any five of those that we want to tweak, that we want to reinvent, that we want to give some attention to? And I think that is the first part of kind of getting unstuck. It's looking at a part of your life and saying, you know what? I'd like to learn another language. I'd like to have a better sex life. I'd love to switch careers. I mean, what is it that it's just kind of keeps you up at night or keeps you wondering? So I think that's yeah. a great place to start to be able to ask yourself the hard questions. And, and you know, I, I think your point, Kathy, earlier was that even if you're at an eight and you were talking about interviewing some really heavy hitters and you do in this book, um, you know, even if you're at an eight, the question is, how do I get to a 10, right? Yeah. Not that you're going to be at a 10 in each of those categories, but the purpose of this book is really to push your own boundaries. And a lot of us do have pretty fabulous lives. I, I have to say, I'm pretty happy with a lot of that's going on in my life, but there are always areas of opportunity for growth. And I think that's really your point here. 
Yeah, and you're right. It's about growth. It's not about fixing something. It's not out of adversity. Yeah, absolutely. And that's really important to sort of, you know, allow yourself that and to always strive for something more that's wonderful in your life in different areas. So what was your first emotional reaction when you, cause you're about to launch this book. The launch party was supposed to be, I think Friday of this week, right? Correct. Um, yep. What was the first thoughts going through your head? Was it an initial fear reaction or did you immediately pivot to there's an opportunity here? Well, being the person that I, <laughs> I think you know the answer to that question. I mean, it was a loaded question. Let's be you know, honest. I, I, you know, I, t- I tend to do this for a living for all of our clients. So problem, pivot, solution, and we go right totally. into solution mode. But yes, on a personal level, there was a slight moment of disappointment, and it was kind of a slow roll situation because clearly. We saw this unveiling day by day by day by day, not knowing what was going to come next. And at some point, I think I sent the invitations out for my launch party on a Tuesday night and Wednesday night, I sent out the cancellation because things were moving that quickly and it just didn't feel right. And you're right. I did see an opportunity in this. I think we're very blessed that although we're going through this, we are going through this at a point in time where we have access to virtual chat rooms, Zoom calls, Facebook lives, social media at our fingertips, the ability on a dime to share things with people in our community. And right away, you know, fortunately, again, given what we do for a living at my company, we were able to look at that and go, okay, we're going into content creation mode, which we were doing anyway. We're going to accelerate the virtual plan. We're going to accelerate the online plan. And we're going to do a virtual book tour. And we're going to do virtual chats. And we're going to bring the community to us. And fortunately, thanks to Amazon, you know, the book's available for anybody to download or have it sent to them. So it's ebook or paperback. So I thought, okay, we're going to recreate the norm of how a self-published book gets into the universe. I'm blessed that I do what I do for a living because this is what we do all day for clients. And we're going to lean into it. And we had to just run with that. And one day we'll have a party and we'll celebrate the success and the stories. And, and the beauty is that, We can invite the folks that are in the book, as I was planning on doing at all these events all over the country that have been interviewed from different cities and countries around the world. But we decided we're going to bring them onto virtual chats. We're going to have those names and faces involved and tagged in our social media stories. They're going to be able to share it with their community. And so far, that's what's happening. And it's really amazing because I think people really need a little dose of inspiration, um, a little more encouragement. There's so much incredible humor going around right now on social media that is keeping our spirits up while we're dealing mm-hmm. with this. But there's practical advice and there's practical steps and there are roadmaps and plans to get from point A to B to C to D. And I think now people are sitting back going, okay, well, I'm not in the office and I may not love what I'm doing or I'm in a different social environment now. What do I, what do I really want to do with this one beautiful life of mine? And is this yeah, it? And people are getting a lot, a lot of that reflection time. Yeah, I mean, I think the timing on this, it's, you know, it's shitty timing for everyone, but yes. the book timing, it's kind of amazing, I, I have know. to say. Like, as, I, timing, as I would say, it's sadly ironic. 
<laughs> it is. But, but really, Kathy, it's a reflection of you and your energy and what I have seen you put out into the universe. So I am not surprised at all that you were able to, first of all, create such an inspiring book. And second, you know, pivot on a dime and figure out the next approach to this. It seems to me like your next book is going to be the book on writing the book on pivoting. Right? It's like, exactly like, it. Exactly. She's already there pretty yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> Will you sure. share with the listening audience one of your favorite stories, like maybe one of the uh, Fortune 500 or maybe one of the small business? Like, what is one of your favorite stories from the book? One of my favorite stories. Um, wow, there's so many good ones. Let me just give it a, a, a momentary thought. I know it's hard. It's like it's like the mom picking exactly, out one of right, exactly. Who's favorite, the favorite right? child? Well, <laughs> like, you know what? I'll I'll share a story that I think a lot of people are going to go through. Um, my girlfriend Marcy was engaged in a really great job. She had been through a series of different jobs, and she was at a company. And long story short, the bottom fell out of that company. And she was all in. She was super excited. It was the early stages of that company starting to happen. And the bottom fell out. And I think this happens to a lot. And I think, frankly, a lot of people are going to experience a bit of this. So maybe it's it's a good time to be sharing this story. Um, I watched Marcy take the route of I am going to sit back. I'm going to breathe. I'm going to meditate. And I'm going to try to find my true north. And I think it's very reflective of the spirit of this book that instead of rushing into something, although financially she had to make sure that she was taking care of herself because she didn't have anybody else to rely on, she really allowed herself the grace. It it took a while. It was a lot of fear around this. And she shares this in her story. There was a lot of fear. And I think a lot of really coming to grips with How do you move on from this space? How do you not just climb under the bed covers and just disappear for weeks and weeks and weeks, but rather lean into it and really try to listen to yourself. And that's a big thing I talk about is listening to yourself, learning how to listen to what your needs are, what your passions are, what your interests are, trying to tune out some of the noise of what everybody else is telling you to do and really find the things that make you tick and try to find a way to do that and surround yourself with the people that are going to enable you to live in that space and live around those things that are of interest. And I watched her because she is a good friend. I was in it with her in that journey. And so I really saw on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, that evolution. But she was very true to herself. And I think sometimes we panic so much when something like that happens that we get in our own way. And I think it's really important for people to just be able to stop and listen to themselves long enough and take that moment, take that opportunity to find where your passions are and really lean into that, really find a way find mentors, put a roadmap together, put a plan together, do research. We have everything at our fingertips now. And if I had a dime for everybody, I've heard that's, you know, I was on my pajamas, you know, on the computer searching for all this information to launch business, you know, probably wouldn't need to sell a book. (laughs) You know, I think, I think there's a lot, we need to learn to trust ourselves more as, as individuals and we're being given the space to do it. So I would urge take advantage of it. To take advantage of it. Yeah. Yeah. 
right, we're going to take one more quick break from our sponsor. And when we come back, I want you to share with us where we can find the book, what's next in terms of the tour. And I also want to talk about what, what your routines are. What are the things that put you on this path of kind of enlightenment, of grace, and of self-care? So stay with us. We'll be right back. All right, guys, thanks for sticking with us. I am here with Kathy Sharp-Ross, and we're talking about Reinvent Your Life, her book that just launched in the most appropriate timing I've ever experienced on a podcast, I think maybe ever. Um, And before the last break, we were talking about one of your stories uh, of a girlfriend who was going through a really challenging time. And and the thing that really struck me was about being graceful to yourself, about being kind to yourself, and that that in doing those things and in creating space, you're really giving yourself the opportunity to find, as you said, your true north. So I think that you really are the poster child for this, even though you've shared a lot of stories of others in the book. This is really your journey and your story as well. So can you share with the audience, like, what are the things that you do on a regular basis? Or maybe what is your morning routine And is there a routine? Is it consistent? How are you setting yourself up for success? So who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. I hate Tom's Tulip Shop. It just smells so flowery. Like we're good at your flower shop. You don't need to remind us. No matter how hard you work for your small business, online reviewers will find something to complain about. I needed a fake plant. They don't sell fake plants. Thanks for nothing, Tom. And while Progressive can't save you from these trolls, we can help you save money on commercial auto and business insurance. Then he says, have a great day. Uh, I'll decide what kind of day to have. Get a quote online today at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliated and third-party insurers. I do have a bit of a routine. It's it's the non-routine routine. routine. (laughs) (laughs) I I believe in giving myself grace. I realize, and I think it took me a while to realize that I haven't stopped working in 31 years. And when I say working, I think well, you're only 22. Worked. How is that possible? I know, right? Yeah, exactly. That's even possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, and we all work and we all do stuff and we all live busy lives and we juggle a lot of things and people and friends and all kinds of things. But literally running a business for 31 years, you have to have an incredible sense of self discipline and a sense of responsibility and initiative. And so for me, getting up, allowing myself time to reflect on the day, check in on news, have that first cup of coffee, look into the inbox on on my phone. I mean, 31 years ago, that wasn't an option, which was really delightful. (laughs) But have a cup of coffee and not have to read an email or the news at the top of the day. But I actually take great joy in it because it level sets my day. And I go into every day knowing from the night before what my priorities are for the next day. Inevitably, Mm -hmm. knowing that I will wake up to 5, 10, 20, 30 emails or a piece of news or something that will force a pivot or enable a pivot and, you know, be ready to roll with it. So I think if we're too rigid 
in our schedules, it creates a level of anxiety for certain people to pivot and to move. And I've just sort of always come with the mindset of, here's my plan, things are going to change, but I know what to go back to when I'm done handling that change or, you know, just be a little more nimble and create the grace around that for it to be okay and not stress and not have anxiety. And I don't stress, that's wasted energy. So to me, it's about problem solution, opportunity, pivot. So that's very much my mindset and probably has been most of my life. I don't know where I learned it. I just apply it. It's so healthy. I mean, like a Zen master. I I haven't (laughs) figured it out yet. The tips in the book I'll take. Well, it's not always perfect, but if you kind of level set your life in that way and say, look, things are going to come at me, we're going to roll with it. Way and I look, it's a metaphor for what we're dealing no option, with now. Right, right. You have you have right. Yeah. And you know what? Truly, why worry about the things we cannot control? Let me get really hands on the things I can control, and do that great. And the others, we're going to do the best. The reality is, and I've said this every day at my company to all of my staff, always. In some cases, we are working with incredible not-for-profits and foundations and helping support life-saving initiatives. But for the most part, a lot of what we do, and I know you can relate to this, we aren't curing cancer every day. (laughs) I say that all the time. so you and I both live that life. I mean, there's urgency and there's importance and there are priorities, but let's be real. We're human beings and we're all doing our best and that's okay. And so... I allow for a lot of grace and space to to allow for that. And I really teach my team to really function at that level as well. And then we're all on the same frequency. And that's mm-hmm. a wonderful thing to have as, around us. But I get up, I suit up. I mean, even for the last week working from home, which is like crazy new norm for me. I've never in my life, although I work around the clock. So even when I'm home, I'm working, but it's a big difference to have taken over my college, my, my, sorry, post-college son's bedroom, who's now no longer in the house. And this is my new office. You know, that's a new norm for me, but I am getting up, showering, putting on makeup, putting on nice clothes. My Okay, I'm wearing really cute sweatpants, but you know, what things <laughs> are if you look from the waist up, um, my jewelry is on. And guess what? I'm working and I go in the room and I close the door and I, guys, I'm, I'm done. I'm at the office. Bye-bye. And yeah. that sets my boundaries for me. And if I choose to take a walk, go in the kitchen and make some lunch, great. But that sort of is also setting routine and habits that, you know, just that give you the space to, to have your norm, I think is super mm-hmm. important. I love that. Yeah, we, we try and instill that with our people, too. I always say um, good, not perfect, right? Yeah. Nothing has to be perfect. Perfect no, is a no. fallacy. It does not yeah. exist. That's a bore. So just do your best, <laughs> even, when there, even when there's a fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. okay. Shit happens. I, yeah. I think one of the things that I respect so much about you and your work is that you're very responsive, not reactive, right? You always, yeah. I mean, from what I've seen, at least, you take a breath and you deal with, like you said, the solution, not being reactive to the problem. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really a through line in the book as well, which I think is is something that we all could take a big lesson um, from just kind of breathing and rebooting sometimes, which is really what the book is all about with the reinvention piece. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So before we run out of time, can you share with us a couple of things? First, I want to start with how people can get a hold of the book, um, talk about your hashtag and what kind of content they should be sharing with you. Let's start there. Okay. So the book is self-published. It is available on amazon.com. It's available as a paperback. It is available as an ebook. I am working on an audible book and I just want to share a very cute story a girlfriend called me up the other night. She says, you know, it's a new thing. I can't read a book. I fall asleep after two pages. It's really bad. Do you have an audible book? And I said, well, I had a plan to have an audible book, but life kind of got in the way in the last 30 days. So that's on a hold for the moment. I said, but I'll tell you what, if you want, I'll call you a bedtime every night and I'll read you a chapter. <laughs> and she laughed. She goes, would you really do that? I said, honey, if you want me to do that for you, I will do that for you. It would be my I gift. want in on that. All right. Awesome. Um, and I, I just it. thought that was the cutest thing. So we don't have an audible yet, but hey, if you want to join a virtual chat and hear a lot of the content and the conversations around it and people who have been featured in the book, we're doing that three times a week. So Amazon.com, you can either type in my name, Kathy Sharp Ross. You can type in the title of the book, Reinvent Your Life. What are you waiting for? Um, there is a colon in the word reinvent right after the RE. So it may be confusing on the search. So it may be easier to type in my name. Um, I am working on some bookstore distribution, but I think given the current situation, that may take a little bit longer as well. I've set up a three time a week virtual chat, which is on Zoom and all of my social media, which is on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook, both under Kathy Sharp Ross or Kathy S.R., my two last name initials. Um, <laughs> and Kathy is a K-A-T-H-I because I got to always be different. Um, there are lots of social media posts from the last two weeks. In the most recent week, you'll find information. My website, The Reinvention Exchange, thereinventionexchange.com, has information on where to buy the book. There is a virtual chat page with details on how to get on Zoom on the link. And that is every Monday, Thursday, and Saturday at 2.30 PST, 5.30 EST. And um, hashtag is happy reinventing. And uh, I would love to connect with anybody on any platform, any one-on-one -on -one conversations, ideation, and just sort of share more and inspire more and invite more people into that community. The reason I called the website the Reinvention Exchange is I am the aggregator of a really important conversation that a lot of people want to be having. Men and women all over the world can relate to this. Everybody constantly says, oh, I need that book. I need to have, be in that conversation. I think we all have a yearning for what else is out there, living our dreams, living with passion. And we can, we just need, you know, maybe sometimes a push, a little motivation, a little guidance, a mentor, you know, something that's just going to help give us that little extra nudge. And hopefully this will do it. I think it will. I'm so grateful. And I'm, I'm so sad we're out of time. I feel like I could talk to you about this forever. We'll have to invite you back on the podcast to to listen to some of the success stories of people that, that have been reading the book. But sadly, we are currently out of time. But can I read one? Get, Laura, can I read just one little quote that I think is just really precious? Yes. Um, by the beloved John Lennon. And you may have heard or seen this before, but it has always stuck with me as one of my favorites. He says, when I was five years old, my mother always told me that happiness was the key to life. 
When I went to school, they asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up. I wrote down happy. They told me I didn't understand the assignment. I told them they didn't understand life. (laughs) Wow. Oh, I got chills. I love that. And I love you. And thank you so much for being on the podcast. Love you Um, too, Laurel. Thank you. Like I said, we'll invite you back on uh, shortly to share some success stories. And thank you to everyone for tuning in. Stay tuned for more Elevate Your Brand coming up next. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. I hired nuptial num-nums to cater my wedding, and it was a disaster. Everyone was raving about the food instead of my dress. No matter how hard you work for your small business, online reviewers will find something to complain about. They're like, oh, Veronica, the lamb chops. Ah, did the lamb chops fly you out to Cancun? And while Progressive can't save you from these trolls, we can help you save money on commercial auto and business insurance. I will not be hiring them for my next wedding. Get a quote online today at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliated and third-party insurers.